Welcome to Process to Profitability, a podcast all about the tools and strategies you need to serve your clients and grow your small business, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe of Lemon in the Sea. Join me as I chat with creative entrepreneurs and small business owners about how they built and grew their businesses and how you can do the same in a way that fits you. Let's get started. You're listening to episode 83 of Process to Profitability. Today, I'm talking about finding your personal style with Megan Vanderban of MVB Style. She shares why having a personal style is beneficial for entrepreneurs, finding your own personal style, and how we can find the right pieces for our wardrobe. We talk about dressing for everyday life and conferences, as well as how we can put together outfits that make us feel confident. Megan is not your typical personal stylist who recommends fancy designer outfits. She helps moms and business owners ditch the yoga pants to gain confidence. Through her style guides and coaching programs, she enables women to dress themselves beautifully for the lifestyle they actually have. Hi, Megan. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Samantha. I am so happy to be here. I am excited to share some of my tips with your listeners. So I read your introduction at the beginning of the show, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, and what you do? Absolutely. Okay, so I am a small town girl. I was born and raised in central Illinois, and I think people think that's interesting about me because now I have this fashion-y background, (laughs) but I'm really just a small town girl. I went to college to become an elementary education teacher, and I quickly discovered that that wasn't my path. I started a wedding planning business when I was in my 20s and absolutely loved working with brides. I loved being a mentor to women. And so um, as kind of things have evolved, I have three kiddos now. When my third was born, I just realized that um, I live in the suburbs of Chicago. So driving into the city to go to meetings and plan weddings was not really working for my lifestyle anymore. So I decided to start selling jewelry, of course. (laughs) So I did um, a stint with a network marketing company. And what I found was that during my presentations that I was giving at jewelry parties, people were asking me a lot about clothes and what to wear. And they were just really um, encouraging me to expand a little bit outside of just jewelry. So while I fell in love with accessories and personal style, it's really been great to kind of bring a whole holistic approach, if you will, to getting dressed. And I just now share style tips and tricks with, I love talking with moms and entrepreneurs because I feel like we can easily get stuck. So now I offer courses and one-on-one styling consultations, both virtually and in person. And it's been so much fun to watch women transform themselves. I love that your story, like so many of the entrepreneurs, is not straightforward. You didn't decide that this was the career you were going to pursue from the very beginning. And I think a lot of us are like that. So I love that you have experienced that too. And you kind of just shifted as life changed and went with what people were telling you you were good at and what they had questions about, because that is a huge part of what you know, can help us grow our business, but sometimes we miss out on, if people are asking me about something all of the time, maybe that's something I should pursue. Yes, it's such a great clue because I don't know if I would have had the confidence in myself, you know, just to give myself the title of personal stylist or personal branding expert, but 
once you hear it from people so often that you're doing it and you're doing a great job, it's really encouraging. So as you mentioned, uh, we're talking to entrepreneurs and we're going to talk about finding your personal style because I feel like this is something, and I tell people all the time, we sit around in yoga pants a lot. We're mm -hmm. behind our computers. We're not in a place where we have to be dressed up and wear things that, you know, you might have to wear in a nine to five job. So I thought this topic would be really helpful for people just to figure out what this looks like as they're transitioning into a kind of a different lifestyle. Yes, for sure. And, you know, it's so funny because I think that we have this image of ourselves, maybe if you did come from corporate and um, just like what that corporate woman looks like and what she does and how she puts herself together. But then when you shift into being a creative entrepreneur, the whole world opens up to you and you can really kind of do whatever you want with your personal style. And sometimes we tend to go in the wrong direction because we are not seeing anybody. Just like you said, we're just behind our laptops and we are kind of in creative mode a lot. So our personal style can tend to take a backseat to the work that we're creating and putting out there. So I think that personal style is so important for entrepreneurs because if you think about it, you're selling yourself all the time. And when you can put together a really strong personal brand, that will help you, as I have done in my career, shift from one category into the next. I've always been the same person, so it's helped me make those transitions really smooth. And I think that personal style is just one of the easiest ways to really hone in on who you are. And so I love finding a personal style and a personal brand because it helps make a great first impression. We're constantly meeting new people, especially when we're just building our client portfolios. And we want those people to have the right first impression of us. So it takes about three seconds for someone to decide what they think about you. And I always tell my clients that I want people to really get that right. So if, if you're showing up in a way that isn't true to who you are because you're not taking the time to put yourself together, you're going to give the wrong impression and you might lose business because of it. Or people might not see how great you are because they can only see what you're putting on the outside. Yeah. And I found in my business, because we are really in an age of doing a lot of video and sharing our day and we've got Instagram stories and all kinds of things where we benefit from being on camera and connecting with people that way, it's really nice to have outfits and a style that I can go to that I feel like, okay, I'm put together, I look good enough to show up because if you don't feel confident in that, it's really hard to get on a camera and start talking to people. For sure. Yes. It's so great too when you have that personal style really honed in that, um, yeah, you're on Instagram showing maybe like professional pictures of yourself that you really thought about and that showcase your brand. And then the behind the scenes on Instagram stories, needs to look pretty similar to that. So people get a good impression of you all around. And you're right, you don't want it to, to take forever to put together an outfit to take a 15 second video. So I think that having a really clearly defined personal style 
is important just to make it simple on yourself. And we can talk, we'll jump in later and I'll talk about kind of how to do that a little bit, but just know that this is kind of the key to having the confidence in yourself to put yourself out there. Yeah. So how do we benefit from having kind of a personal style set when we're shopping and we're planning our outfits and we're looking in our closet trying to figure out what it is that we're going to wear to a meeting or to get on video or for whatever it is that we have coming up? Yeah. So first of all, it just really helps you filter out all of the noise. There are so many places to shop right now. Even if you just open up your Instagram feed, you will see like it to know people showing what they're wearing and you'll get ads from different retailers. And it can be really overwhelming if you're not sure what you should be wearing. So I think that is just like the biggest and best reason to get a personal sale is because it helps us really define ourselves and it helps kind of make everything simple when it comes to getting dressed. So for instance, right now, Target just launched a new line called Wild Fable. Have you heard of it? I have not. It's like when you first walk into Target, at least my store, it's all over the place right there. And I know that it's a little bit retro, youthful, young. It's kind of 80s inspired. It's not my personal style. So I can just skip over that entire section and walk to the Universal Thread or the A New Day if you know the Target brand. So you just, you save yourself a lot of time. While it is fun to experiment, I think a lot of us are really pressed for time. So when we can have it defined already within us, the confidence just to kind of skip over complete sections of stores or complete stores altogether. So if you know that you are, for instance, more of a classic type of dresser or you're preppy, you could head straight to J. Crew, and you could skip anthropology altogether. So you can really save time. And once you kind of hone in on what that personal style is, when you're shopping, you'll be drawn to those things and you won't even see the rest of it. So I actually recommend that women start by hopping on Pinterest, where there are tons of great outfit examples. And um, on Pinterest, you can just kind of start seeing what, draw, what you're drawn to, what catches your eye, and create a board for yourself, for your personal style. Have you done this for yourself? Have you created a style board? I did. It disappeared when my Pinterest account got all funky, but I had one where I had a lot of outfits that I had pinned that I really liked. And it wasn't even so much as figuring out a personal style as like, okay, here are the things that I like and maybe some pieces that I have and how I could put them together with other things so that I had it as a reference. Absolutely. I love that when you buy a new piece, if you head over to Pinterest, let's say you bought, like one of the things that I'm recommending to everyone right now is a camouflage field jacket. So let's say you bought a camouflage field jacket and you want some inspiration on different ways to wear it. Head over to Pinterest, type it into that search bar and a ton of things are gonna pop up for you and you can save those. And then you can kind of see like, oh, I really love it styled with these distressed jeans, or I love it with these black leggings. That seems like the perfect thing to wear when I'm on a Zoom call. Nobody's going to see my legs anyway. So you can really decide what looks good on you and how you want to wear it in an easy, fun way. Do you know what your dream clients see when they come to your website? The only way to figure out how your dream clients are using your website and what makes them leave is to ask them. I've created a special UX test guide that you can get at lemonandthesea.com slash UX test. 
Inside, you'll learn how to structure a user experience test to get the best results, 18 questions to help you really see your website through their eyes, and my favorite way to find dream clients to help you. You need to look at every stage of your client's journey from landing on your website to completing the final goal through their eyes so that you know what to change right now to start converting more visitors into clients. Get the guide at lemonandthesea.com slash UX test. So what are some other things we should look at when we're deciding on our style? I mean, I'm sure a lot of it has to do with kind of what we're drawn to and what we like, but when you're an entrepreneur, is it always just about what we want? Oh, that's a great question. Well, first of all, I kind of categorize clothes into three different sections, if you will, and I call them the where are you going guidelines. So for entrepreneurs, we could have the where are you going guidelines for that. Are we working from home behind our laptop all day? That might be one category of clothes that we need. And then when we're kind of out casually, or maybe we're hopping on that Zoom call and we do want to look put together. And then another category might be when we're going to a conference or we're speaking or presenting or meeting with a client. So if you can kind of think of your wardrobe in those three categories, you can determine what image you'd like to portray and what you'd like to put out there just kind of based on where you're going that day. So if you're going to be casual and you're working from home, it doesn't matter as much as if you're going to be client facing that day or at a conference. So I would say that depending on how creative you think you are in your world, you'll want to put together outfits that kind of express that for you. So if you're a really colorful, fun person and you love to be vibrant and bold, you're going to want to put together outfits that are like that, especially when you're client facing, so that you can portray that with that first impression that we talked about, so people really know who you are and what you're all about. But if you're more reserved and you're more of a person who's an introvert and you don't love to be the center of attention, you might want to put together an outfit that's more polished or buttoned up, a little bit more on the, um, the neutral side so that when someone meets you, they can see that side of your personality. Okay. And so what are some other things that like help us decide on what our style is? What are we going to be comfortable in? What do we want to be making our purchases for? Okay. So we already kind of talked about where you're going. Yep. So you have that in mind. You really want to think about what are the percentages of times that you're doing each of these things in your wardrobe. So if you're 90% at home, 10% out in the world, 90% of your closet should be things that are comfortable and easy to wear and easy to throw together. I actually have a little bit of a fashion formula that I like to put together when I, I like to create what I call my uniform. So it just makes it so that when I open up my closet, I have everything accessible to me and I can throw together an outfit really fast and run out the door. So 90% of the clothes that you're wearing every day, you should have easy to see in your closet or your drawers and you should be able to mix and match so that it is really simple so that you can see, oh yes, this pair of jeans goes with these 10 tops and these five jackets. And so any iteration of that works really well for you. So I love 
starting off with my little fashion formula with asking myself, where am I going today? And kind of, I live in Chicago, so what's the weather like today? Because yesterday it was cold and windy and today it's 65 and sunny. So you just, you have to kind of check on that. And I know it sounds silly, but um, it's a great starting point. And then you're gonna decide what are my bottoms gonna be? Am I wearing leggings? Am I wearing jeans? Am I wearing trousers? It just depends on how formal you want to be that day. What top am I throwing on? I love completing my look with a jacket or a, a cardigan, just something to pull the look together. And then I add accessories and cute shoes. So I like to keep it really simple. Okay, so do you have any tips for us on purchasing things or getting rid of things that are not within our style? Those are kind of two different questions, but. <laughs> they're, they're perfectly related. Yes, I do. I encourage everyone to start off with a closet clean out. I cannot tell you how therapeutic this is. So I think as women, we tend to hang on to things for too long because we're emotionally tied to them. So when you can give yourself the gift of a closet clean out, you're actually releasing the past in kind of, it's a deeper way than just getting rid of clothes. I always tell women, like I was just saying about having the 90% of things that you wear every day, you want those to be things that you love that look good on you. So I always encourage women to start with the closet clean out. I actually start by kind of refolding everything in my dresser. So that's kind of my starting point. I take everything out of the drawers and decide if it's good enough. Does it suit my personal style? Is it in great condition? And then I refold it using the KonMari technique. So you have to look that up. Have you ever tried the KonMari folding technique? It's possible that I have, but I do not know. <laughs> Your clothes into these little cute packets and then you stack them up so that instead of them laying one on top of another in your drawer, you can open up your drawer and see everything all at once. So it's really helpful when you're getting dressed quickly in the morning. So I recommend everyone uses the KonMari folding technique in their dresser and start there and just get rid of anything that isn't living up to what you'd like, the, the feeling that you'd like to have when you go out into the world. And then head over to your closet and kind of the same way that I recommend refolding everything, I recommend in the closet taking everything out section by section. You do not want to just like throw everything on your bed. You're gonna get overwhelmed by that. But I always take out, like, take out the pants section. And if you don't already have matching hangers, I recommend getting matching hangers that are made for the item that you're hanging. So if you're hanging pants, I love the velvet hangers that are made to be flat so that you can fit more in your closet. They actually have a really small closet, so this helps me save some space. So take things out section by section and take a look at it. Does it fit? When was the last time you wore it? Does it make you feel good? Often I find women just hang on to things because they spent money on them. And really that's not doing you any favors. You already spent the money. It's like a sunk cost. So if you're not actually wearing it, just get rid of it. And you can do that by finding a great place to donate to. I find that when we have a place that we feel some sort of personal connection with, rather than just like bringing everything to the easiest place to drop it off. If you can think about the person who's going to receive that item and give it to them as a gift, it removes it from your closet, you no longer wear it, 
give it to someone else as a gift and move on. And um, actually in Marie Kondo's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, she talks about, this is kind of deep, but like thanking the item for its service in your life. And if we look at it like that and we thank, I mean, it's kind of cheesy, but it kind of works at the same time. We thank the item. Like I love using the example of this bright yellow sweater that I once bought. I loved it. It was so beautiful at the store. It was 40% off and it was just this thing that made me so happy, but I never wore it. It didn't really, it wasn't the right yellow for my skin tone. So it just sat in my closet and I kept thinking, oh, I need to wear that. Have you had this experience? Oh, I need to wear that. But then, you yeah. know, <laughs> put it on and then you take it off. You put it on and you're like, oh, it's just not right for today. So that made you really happy when you bought it. And that's kind of the purpose that it had in your wardrobe. It taught you not to buy that color again, or something might have taught you not to buy that cut or that style. And you just kind of move on. Forgive yourself for the money that you spent on that item, no matter how much it was, and just don't do it again. That's kind of my advice when it comes to getting the things in your closet really dialed into what your personal style is. So if it doesn't suit you, don't keep it. That way you will never wear it. You won't have to look at it. And I really encourage women to have more of a minimalist closet. You want things that really work for you. And you don't have to spend a lot of money and you don't have to have a ton of clothes to make that happen. Okay. So I know one of the frustrating things for women when they shop is feeling like nothing fits or nothing looks good. And I know this is a little hard because it's a podcast and not like anything visual, but do you have tips on finding the things that are going to look good on us or the colors that we should be wearing so that we feel more confident when we're shopping, that we're not just trying on everything and nothing works? Yes. I actually think that we often don't spend enough money on things that we wear every day, like jeans. You might have to go into a higher end store. It's, it's really tempting to just to run into Target or Old Navy and pick up a pair of jeans and get mad when it doesn't fit perfectly. Not that those stores don't have amazing options because they do. Everyone needs to try on the Old Navy power jean, by the way. Um, but anyway, so go into a little bit nicer of a store and try on some things there and see if maybe you're just not investing enough into those pieces. It is a hard habit to break when we are used to going into a fast fashion store and getting a quick fix. But if you can actually spend a little bit more on each item and just have less, you will be so much happier. So that's kind of my advice around fit. I also think that a lot of things can be styled to make them look a little better. So I always recommend when I put on, let's say, okay, you're putting on your outfit and um, you've got on jeans and booties. So try to picture this. So your jeans are a little bit long and they're kind of like bunching up into the ankle booty. Can you picture what that looks like? Yep. So instead of letting that happen to you, if you just cuff the jeans so a tiny bit of your ankle shows, you will look a lot taller and you will look a little bit more pulled together because you don't have that like bunchiness happening on the bottom. And then often, we find a pair of jeans that fits us in the thighs, but not the waist. And it's really frustrating because you're running around like pulling up your jeans all day long. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> there's this thing called a belt that actually can help with that. <laughs> so try wearing a belt with it and see if that helps your problem. And also try a little bit stretchier of a jean. Sometimes it's just a matter of 
you know, you, you just have this really stiff jean on and it's uncomfortable to begin with. And then it keeps falling down. So you're just frustrated all day long. So certain style tips like that, whenever I put on a sweater or um, really any shirt that's long sleeve, I always push up my sleeves because having your, uh, a little bit more of your arms show actually makes you look taller and thinner like a fun fact. And then I do this thing called the half tuck. It's a J crew styling tip that I learned years ago. But if you just tuck in, imagine just like the front part of your shirt a little bit into your pants, it makes your waistline defined. So sometimes when we're having fit issues, it's actually just a styling trick. I always go through that list in the dressing room to make sure that it is just like it can be it's changed up a little bit by styling it. And then if it still doesn't look good after you did all those things, you've got a fit issue. And then go back to the idea of maybe this count item that I'm trying on isn't the right piece for me. And another tip that I have that when it comes to fit is jackets. So if you're needing some more definition around your waistline, I recommend a great blazer that makes your shoulders look a little bit more pronounced. Like they were really onto something in the 80s when they invented shoulder pads. <laughs> so maybe not such an extreme case of getting something with actual shoulder pads in it, but you want your shoulders to look defined and then something that nips in at the waist. So back to that camouflage field jacket that I keep recommending. It has a little drawstring around the waist, so it actually defines your waistline. So no matter what your shape is, you will have a little bit of a waist there. And we always want the waistline on our clothing to fall at the smallest part of our body. So that's different for everyone. It may mean trying on a bunch of different things before you find the one that's right for you. And then as far as color goes, color is such a fun one. Now it's fall as we're talking and fall colors tend to look great on most people. So those jewel tones, they can be so beautiful on a variety of skin tones. But if you're the type of person that is nervous about color, I would say just go play and have fun and just do what makes you feel really good because you can't really get it wrong. If you feel awesome in something, then that's going to shine through and you're going to end up rocking it, even if maybe it wasn't the perfect color for you. Right. I love those tips about styling. I always wear belts with my pants and then I don't tuck my shirt in. So I feel like now you can see my belt and it looks awkward. So I'm going to have to try that now. <laughs> okay. So I know when you talk to people, you kind of mentioned this before, but you kind of, you have building blocks for outfits and like how you put these together. So can we go over what those are again and just how people can start to pull together outfits from what's in their closet or from what they purchase so that they feel put together. Okay, so there really are, and I'm just gonna, we're gonna talk like we're just our at-home versions of ourselves right now because it's a little bit easier just to start there. And then if we wanna talk more about like that, going to a conference version, we'll add on. But so okay. at home, really the only bottoms that we need are like a great pair of well-fitting jeans that has some stretch because if you're sitting at your desk, you don't want to be having the waistband dig into your stomach all day. That's not comfortable. And probably a really nice heavyweight pair of leggings. And then 
If you'd like to try some other styles, I love a jogger pant. So that's just like, it's an elastic waist and then it has elastic at the ankle. And I have a pair of camouflage and a pair of black. So it's kind of a comfortable pant, but it looks nice because if you get like a little bit higher quality of material, that you can actually dress it up or dress it down. And we can talk about that when we're, we're going out into the world. So you, you don't need a ton of different pant options. And especially if you're just on camera from the waist up, you don't need to worry about the pants too much. But those are kind of a great starting point. Or you might want to have, you know, a nice pair of wide leg pants from somewhere like Athleta, where they're like a black material and they are really polished looking, but they're a comfortable style. So think about what looks good on your body and um, those categories are a great base for just about anything you want to put on top. So then from there, we'll talk about what to wear on top. It's got, you can do a variety of different things. I'm currently obsessed with something that maybe is, I'm too old for, but I love the old Navy graphic sweatshirts right now. It's cold in Chicago and there's nothing cozier than wearing a sweatshirt. You know, I'm not going out into the world other than to drop my kids off usually, so I can get away with wearing these brightly colored sweatshirts that say inspirational quotes on them. I think they're so fun. So you can put that sweatshirt, half tuck it into your jeans, and wear a cute pair of jeans and look adorable without really too much effort on your part. If you want to step it up from there, I would suggest having a great set of basic t-shirts in your wardrobe, so a great heather gray, a black, and a white. You either see what style looks best on you, a v-neck or a scoop neck. And then we're gonna add in the jacket layer. So you've got the great basic pants, you've got the great basic tee, and then you can wear a denim jacket, a moto jacket, a leather jacket, you can wear a cardigan, all of these options are mix and match. So what you really want is to feel pulled together with just those basics, and then you can add on a great necklace or some bracelets, or you know, kind of play around with the accessories so that you can pull together a really great look from head to toe, but it's all mix and match. I actually create capsule wardrobe guides, and in these, I really lay out all the basics that you need for this mix and match wardrobe that I'm such a fan of. Hey, let's talk about if you're going to a conference or a little bit dressier of an event, how do we kind of step it up for something like that? Okay, absolutely. My kind of secret hidden gem of a place to shop is Rent the Runway because you can play around with different styles and not commit to buying them with that huge price tag. So if you're going to a conference, decide how dressy you want to be. Do you want to be wearing a dress all day? Do you want to be in jeans and a jacket? Are you going to wear trousers? So once you think about that, and actually I recommend bringing a backup outfit because you might think you want to wear a dress, but actually you want to wear jeans. <laughs> so bring a couple of options for yourself when you're going to a conference. But I love the idea of renting a really great top that has your brand image written all over it. So I have done this a few times and had so much fun with it. So it's a designer look, but you're getting it 
at a reasonable price. And then you can play and have fun and you won't show up to every single conference wearing the exact same thing. So check out Rent the Runway for that. But otherwise, I have this awesome jacket collection. <laughs> I have been talking about it a lot lately because it's fall, but I, I think it's really easy to put together a, an outfit that's just jeans that make me feel good, a top that looks great even when I take the jacket off. So maybe it's just like a cute striped blouse or something with a beautiful, right now, dark florals are really in style. So like a dark floral blouse. And then I throw on either a brown faux leather jacket or I have a velvet blazer or something. Just something to, to pull the whole look together. I honestly, in this day and age, I feel like you can go anywhere wearing that outfit and look really put together. If you're more creative and you feel like you've got to show your style in a really loud, flamboyant way, do it. People want to see that. I love it when I go to a conference and I meet new people and they are just wearing a look from head to toe. But I'm guessing if you're a person that can put together a look, you probably don't need my advice. <laughs> but I, I just love the idea of playing with your style when you go out into the world, but always have that backup because my, my favorite story, I went to a conference in April and I had these great outfits planned. It was more of a personal development conference. It was not a business conference. So it was, um, the first day was all about like releasing your past. And I was wearing the cutest outfit. I had this like adorable pink top with these puffy sleeves and it was off the shoulder and I had on heels and I just loved it. I was like, Oh, I have to have this. I'm a personal stylist. I have to have this look when I meet people. Well, I ended up bobbing and sweating into my adorable pink top all day long. <laughs> so I decided the next day to wear something much more casual and I felt so much happier that I was in something different. But I just think it's just a funny story because you, you just never know how the day is going to go. So always have a backup outfit. That's my advice. And comfortable. Yes. And you never know what the style of somewhere you're going is going to be like until you get there sometimes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. How many times have you thought that you were walking into like a businessy thing just to see everyone super casual? So you, if you can take your outfit, I think this is like when you've got your uniform down, your, your personal style uniform, where you can walk into the room and go, oh, okay, I just need to lose my jacket. And then I'm I'm good with everybody. Like we didn't need to wear the suit today. So your shirt underneath is really cute and fun and you can do the half tuck and loosen up just a little bit and fit right in or vice versa. You walk into a room and you're like, Oh, I didn't know we were going to be so professional here. Throw on your blazer and just own that look the same way. Yeah. It's kind of like when my husband goes somewhere and his plan is, well, if no one else is wearing a tie, I'm taking my tie off. Totally. Yes. It's like the girl version of that. <laughs> okay. So do you have stores that you recommend people check out or specific brands of clothes that tend to work really well? Yes. If you are not familiar with my absolute favorite store yet, you need to be checking them out. It is Everease. E-V-E-R-E-V-E. -E -E. brand. It's actually aimed at moms. And I love that woman who started the brand is just such an inspiration to me because 
she has found a way to build community around her store. So Every has really edited selection of awesome denim and the jackets and the tops and cute shoes. And it's not like an overwhelming selection that you will be like, oh, I don't even know where to begin. But if you can get into one of their stores, their stylists will have so much fun. They just bring you things and you can try everything on it. It's a really great, fun experience. So check out Ever Eve. And um, I honestly, I, a lot of my recommendations right now are Old Navy. They have an awesome denim selection. They have all these great pants that are, um, they have the pixie pant, which is more of like a professional pant. And then they have more casual versions of it. And you can get any color that you want. So you can kind of stay on top of the trends while staying in your like budget safe zone there. You can try something new without it being such a commitment. Um, and then I love, I love like when I, Go into Target and they have something new from the A New Day collection. It is your businessy kind of realm. They have great blazers, they have awesome basics. And the Target Universal thread line is really great. It is cute denim that reminds me of Madewell. Madewell is an awesome place to shop as well. It's very, uh, it's denim, but it's done in, in a really fun way. I also love St. Crew Factory for a lot of pieces that I recommend for my more professional clients. You can go to actual J. Crew as well and you can't go wrong, but sometimes we want to try a trend or a look with more of a budget. So I love J. Crew Factory and um, for shoes, I always start by checking out Soul Society, it's S-O-L-E Society, their website, is, they're a Nordstrom brand, but they are very edited selection. So every shoe that you see on their site is cute and trendy. Kind of overwhelming if you log into Zappos and you're just like, okay, where do I begin? I need some black shoes. So if you go to Soul Society, you can get a little bit of a taste of what's trendy right now and you can see if that would work for you. All right. Those are awesome. And I will link to all of that in the show notes so people can check it out. They don't have to write it down. But do you have anything else that we want to cover before we get into action steps and wrapping up? Yes. Okay. So I just want to hone in on confidence a little bit more because the whole reason that we're doing all of this is to just increase our confidence ourselves and I don't know I think that fashion and personal style can sometimes get a bad rap as being really superficial and while that can be the case the reason we're talking about this today and the reason I'm so passionate about it is because I have seen women transformed from the outside in just based on changing a few things about what they're wearing it's so easy to kind of get lost in the shuffle these days of, you know, life is so busy. We've got so many things on our to-do list. We forget to take care of ourselves. And then we wonder why we don't feel good about ourselves at the end of the day. If we can take the time in the morning to spend a few minutes putting together an outfit made of pieces that we love that actually fit our body and Maybe throwing on a bright color of lipstick before you put your hair up in the messy top knot, you 
will feel so much better all day. You'll be confident in yourself and what you're doing. And I also think you'll be more productive. So I just really, I want people to, if you're not already doing this and you're not already getting ready every morning, try it for a week and let me know what you think. Okay. Yeah. I love that tip. It is so important to use your style to make you feel confident. And that I think when you're choosing clothes, that is the goal is not to look trendy or to fit in with what everybody else is doing, but to feel good so that when you go out into the world or you get on video, you're ready to just talk about your business or go about your day, whatever you're doing, because that's such an important piece that can either make us feel confident or can make us feel really terrible. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So do you have three action steps that our listeners can take away from this and just get started on this personal style journey? Yes. So as we were talking earlier uh, about cleaning out our closet, that's my step number one. Um, I think that you owe it to yourself to clean out all those things that you're not wearing that aren't working for you and really see what you've got that you can wear. And then my second tip is to go create that Pinterest board. Call it your CEO board. Call it something that really inspires you. And then find things that light you up. Find outfits that make you feel amazing of this like virtual version of yourself. And then my third action step would be to make a list of the pieces that you're missing from your closet that you pinned on that Pinterest board that you can actually go out and purchase for yourself. So never leave home to go shopping without a clear idea of what you're looking for in mind. And I love that step too, because when you know that you're looking for certain things, you're a lot less likely to buy things that aren't going to work or spend money on clothes that you know, you're going to wear for two days and never open again. Yes. So we always wrap up with a couple of questions. And the first one is, can you give us an example of how serving your clients well has benefited your business? Yes. I think that I'm lucky because my clients are walking advertisements for my business. When I help a woman with either a new capsule wardrobe or we do a closet clean out, she is transformed. And people see that right away. And they always ask her what she did, who she's working with, and we can recommend me and we can connect that way. So word of mouth has been amazing, but it's, it's just like my clients are new people after we get done working together. So it's great. It's great. Um, advertising. <laughs> okay. Tell me two things that you're loving right now. They can be business or life or both. Okay. We just wrapped up with a family fun weekend. Um, so I want to talk about how I'm loving the ages of my children right now. I have, my oldest is nine. So I have a boy who's nine, a girl who's seven, and a boy who's five. And they are so much fun. We are in that like sweet spot that you hear about, but you don't know what it means. At least I never did. <laughs> Our lives are not taken over by any one child's sports. School is really manageable. We're having fun and um, I'm loving that right now. So as far as my one thing that I'm loving with my life and then I am loving, I have a free Facebook group and it is like so much fun to be building a community. 
I absolutely love popping in there with inspiration and answering people's questions and seeing the interaction happening. It's like another baby. It's like another little family that I'm growing right now that's also in its sweet spot. So um, those two things have been really fun right now. Okay, so this episode is going to come out, uh, we're recording in October, but it's going to come out in December. So what do you have that you're excited for that's coming up in the future? Yes, okay, so I am going to be doing events. And actually in December, we're going to be doing some fun personal style for the holidays events. And I have been wanting to do this. I don't know, did you ever watch What Not to Wear when you were younger? All the time. Okay. <laughs> So I always wanted to bring the what not to wear experience to life in some way. So I'm going to be playing around with various forms of workshops so we can kind of do that for women and show them how to take themselves from feeling not so confident with their personal style into being wildly happy with the way that they look in the end. So I'm just so excited to show for the holidays, especially this time of year can be extra magical, but also really stressful. So I want to show how you can get dressed for the holidays and style yourself and just make it so that that's one thing you don't have to worry about. And you can feel uber confident walking into, I don't know, your spouse's work event or that like awkward family gathering that you don't really want to go to or just anything that you've got mom's nights out all those parties right and my last question is where can people find you online okay i am mvb style pretty much everywhere that's my website so mvbstyle.com and on instagram and my facebook business page is the same name and if you find me on Facebook, you can click the little button to join my free Facebook group and we can chat. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I, this was such a fun conversation. I know it's a topic that some a lot of women struggle with, especially getting into entrepreneurship. So I'm excited for listeners to take some steps to figure out what their personal style looks like and feel more confident as they're going about growing their business. Yes, absolutely. Get out of your yoga pants and into the truest version of yourself. Thanks for listening to Process to Profitability. Please take a minute to leave an honest review in iTunes so that I can help more small business owners and creative entrepreneurs find the show. 